So in the morning sessions every day, I've been offering a range of different techniques, different practices to explore, and all of them are taken from the Satipatthana Sutta, the four establishments of mindfulness. So in a way, I'm laying out a kind of a practice curriculum, and it's covering some of the key techniques of insight practice. But as with any curriculum, that doesn't mean that every part of it is going to be relevant and appropriate for what's happening for you in your practice now. So just to be clear, what I'm offering here is a set of templates that you can customize. And you don't have to stick with the meditation approach that I'm offering each day. So you're invited during the guided meditation to give it a try, and then if it doesn't feel useful for what's happening in your practice right now, you don't need to continue with it. I also want to acknowledge that we're moving through this curriculum pretty fast because of time constraints. Maybe for some of you an eight-day retreat seems long, but in an ideal world we would have a week or more just to develop mindfulness of the body and mindfulness of breathing before we moved on to the next set of practices. Unfortunately, we don't have the luxury of a whole month or more on retreat. So I'm going to continue with the next set of instructions, and then you can choose whatever practice feels most useful for you. So as I mentioned the other day, in some ways what I'm giving you is a toolbox full of tools, or you could say a paint box full of paints, or if cooking's more your thing, I'm giving you a box full of ingredients, and you can choose for yourself which is going to be most useful, most nourishing. Now sometimes when that invitation is made, people wonder, well, how do I know what's right? What am I supposed to do? But I really encourage you to experiment here and get a sense of that for you. So rather than thinking in terms of right and wrong or good and bad, success and failure, you're encouraged to try to let go of those binaries and instead explore and enjoy. I often offer that as a kind of mantra that we can frame this whole retreat in explore and enjoy. So if you do find yourself getting caught up in confusion about which practice to do, then keep it simple. Just come back to mindfulness of breathing. If that was the only practice that you did through this whole retreat, that would be time very well spent. And these other practices in some ways are just icing on the cake, ways of highlighting different aspects of our experience which at times might be naturally coming to the foreground for you. But if they're not, then don't try to make something else happen. In Vipassana practice, the general guideline is to be present to whatever is happening. So just relax and open to whatever your actual experience is, moment to moment. Okay, so with that in mind... This morning I'd like to continue exploring the Satipatthana Sutta and over the last couple of days we've been exploring the first and the second establishments mindfulness of body, mindfulness of feeling tone or Vedana. So today I'd like to move on to the third 
establishment of mindfulness, which is mindfulness of the mind, bringing awareness to our mental activity. And so in the sequence of how these practices are laid out, there's a progression from aspects of experience that are more tangible and more concrete, such as the body and our physical sensations. And then with Vedana or feeling tone, our mindfulness needs to get a bit more refined to recognize that basic hit of pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. And Vedana or feeling tone is interesting because it's not purely physical or purely mental. It has aspects of both. So it's like a bridge between mindfulness of the body and mindfulness of the mind. And as I've been emphasizing, Vedana plays a very significant role in influencing so much of our mental activity, which in turn affects how we speak and act in the world, and even who we take ourselves to be. So with this third establishment of mindfulness, we open up the field of our awareness to look very directly at our mental activity, to pay attention to our thoughts, our emotions, our moods, our mind states. Now this morning, I'm going to keep it relatively simple, and we're just going to be exploring thoughts, simply recognizing thoughts as thoughts, which is perhaps not as easy as it might sound. Most of us need some training to recognize what's happening in the mind and to be able to know that without getting caught in it, without getting lost in it. And this is where the tool of mental noting can be very helpful. So we've already used this just a little bit uh, with the breathing. At times I've invited you just to name or know in or out, rising or falling. Same in the walking meditation, we can begin with knowing left and right. As the walking becomes more slow, we can note lifting and moving and placing. So when it comes to the mind, to begin with, when we recognize thinking, we can simply note thinking. Thinking. And this helps us not get lost in the content of the thought. So we're just aware that mental activity is happening. And that mental note is a tool that helps us to stay present with that without getting entangled in it. So this morning we're going to be practicing that skill, letting the thoughts come and go without suppressing them or denying them. So the first thing to keep in mind is that thoughts are not the enemy. We're not trying to get rid of thoughts because thinking is just what the mind does most of the time. It's a sense organ in the Buddha's teachings. So just as the eyes see, the ears hear, the mind thinks. That's quite natural. Even very experienced meditators, though, still often have an unconscious belief that real meditation is what happens when there are no thoughts in the mind whatsoever. And while it's true that this can happen in the deeper stages of samadhi practice, known as jhana, in vipassana or insight, reducing mental activity is a byproduct of the practice. It's not the main goal, which for most of us is good news, because for most of us, 
much of the time there will be some kind of mental activity happening. So remembering we're not trying to get rid of thoughts, we're trying to change our relationship to them. So we simply let them come and go. Again, we're finding that middle way, the balance between not suppressing them, but also not indulging them, not struggling to get rid of them, not feeding them. So in this next meditation session, we're going to experiment with including thoughts directly in our mindfulness. We'll start with the anchors that we've already been using, the breath, the body, sound. And then we'll open up to the experience of thinking. Now there's a couple of things that commonly happen with this practice. One is that right before the meditation, your mind might have been filled with thoughts. And then when you turn your attention to them in the practice, all those thoughts just seem to disappear. It's quite amazing how when they're, quote, allowed to be there, they seem to get stage fright and vanish. If that happens for you, then you can simply know nothing, or blankness, gone, or maybe just very subtle calm. So you don't need to try to manufacture anything or change what you're actually experiencing. For some people, they find the opposite, that suddenly mental activity seems to go into overdrive, and it's impossible to notice just a single thought because there are so many, and we can get, feel quite overwhelmed. So if that happens for you, instead of trying to notice single thoughts, you might name torrent or flood of thoughts. For others, this whole process sets up stimulates even more thinking and we get caught up in wondering if that vague idea that just floated through is that classified as a thought or is that something else and what are we supposed to be doing again and what's this thing am I thinking now is that classified as thinking is that supposed to be what's happening and how do I just know that if that's happening to you then you can just more <coughs> confusion confusion maybe come back to the experience of breathing for a few moments just to steady yourself again. So let's give that a try and then we can check in afterwards and see what you discovered 